Hello, hello. Welcome back to the third episode of Bloom and Bounty. I cannot get over saying that. I don't think it'll ever get old because it's the third episode and I'm so proud about that. Um, and I never want to forget these moments in the beginning. But on today's episode, we are going to be delving into the trials, the triumphs, and this intricate dance we've been talking about, um, the challenges faced by me being this first time farmer. But before we embark on this journey, let's take a moment to check in, shall we? So as the days have gotten shorter, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, I'm really struggling with that. Um, and the nights have really, produce this kind of cozy um this coziness about it and i love that um but you it's become a little bit of a struggle just making sure we stay on top of uh being out on the farm and, and planting things and checking up on on the on our crops but i found solace and embracing this pace this current pace of the season because this world, <laughs> let me just tell y'all, you guys know, this world demands speed and farming is the opposite of that. And it's become my anchor because it's reminded me that we don't need to rush through things. So this week, I've been savoring that simple act of sitting still, observing the world around me and appreciating the different scents that I'm being exposed to in, in the air like lately it's been a lot of mint and that's mainly the the, the main scent so I've I've appreciated that because things are growing and it's just this reminder to slow down and find the answers and the quiet moments this episode is proudly sponsored by KB and Bloom a beacon of support and inspiration for BIPOC women seeking wellness and lifestyle content that resonates with their experiences. As you dive into the stories and reflections in Bloom and Bounty, remember that each episode is made possible by the unwavering support of KB and Bloom. Whether you're turning in for the farming tales, the creative insights, or a moment of introspection, KB and Bloom stands as a steadfast companion, cultivating connections and growth. Explore the site for yourself at kbandbloom.com, a treasure trove of articles, affirmations, and content crafted with your journey in mind. Now let's ease on back into the- Now let's get in, let's dig into the heart of today's episode. Um, last week I talked a little bit about the unpredictable, the deer prints we discovered one week. And this week we have noticed, you know, there's been an increased presence of hogs. And so we have made a decision to, to figure out, we've made a decision that we need to figure out how to move ahead of this before it becomes an issue because I don't know if you guys have ever experienced hogs but they're destructive animals and they can run right through a fence and run right through your farm and ruin a lot of things that are growing so I think we are probably going to be 
working on how to how to reinforce the area that we're planning things for because um, we know there's some mating and you know when when these animals get together babies are gonna pop up <laughs> um, and then there's this not constant but the weather has cooled so we've had to monitor the crops a little bit more um, and so you know things could freeze like I know strawberries are susceptible to that and so we've just been watching things a little bit more closely than we would if it were warmer um, temps so you know each day on the farm is just this lesson that we have to be adaptable <laughs> because amidst these challenges though I will have to say there is this anticipation though in welcoming new additions to our farm family so I will say what I've seen come up, we were just looking at it this weekend. The beets are doing great. I spoke about the collard greens last week. They're getting even more bigger. Marigolds, tomatoes, um, radishes are like like ready to harvest. Carrots, um, they're starting to like those. You can tell the, the base is starting to get really heavy in the ground. Um, the Florida sweet onions, same thing. I tug at the... The, the leaves and I see that there's you know there's something growing underneath because they grow underground as well similar to carrots celery and they're doing great I t I think I spoke about how I wasn't confident that they would make it but they are making it they are thriving <laughs> thriving thriving and then there's these Jolene tomatoes um, that have also found their home in our soil and they're doing amazing they're green the tomatoes are green right now but they are getting plump and dense and full of body so I'm so excited to just know that that's that's our our uh, progress um, for the week and I want to explore the health benefits and the culinary possibilities each one brings to our table so let's move to that <music> So for this week, I'm going to call this segment the bounty of health benefits or bounty of health benefits. And I really want to start doing this because I think when you're planning things, you know, you, you know, you're planning all these colorful things. And, you know, since we were young, we were always told to eat the colors, all the colors. If you have a colorful plate, then, that, then you're doing something right. Right. So I really wanted to just get into it more with each crop that we're planting because I as as we're all getting older I like to know why things are so good for me and sometimes knowing that makes me want to eat it more <laughs> so we are going to start with beets these vibrant gems okay they are so ruby red I love beets they're not only visually stunning but they are packed with health benefits which are antioxidants because beets can boost stamina and they also can support cardiovascular health um, and I love I love knowing this because I'm physically active um, during the week and I think even farming just the act of doing it is such a physically um, involved um, activity so I think that knowing this um, 
makes me, I don't know, it motivates me to plant more and to get to look forward to eating them. All right, marigolds. Uh, we planted marigolds and they're really great pollinators. But beyond that, they're bright blooms. They also have these medicinal properties. They're known for anti-inflammatory and antioxidants benefits. And um, I'm going to get into, I'm just listing their benefits. And then we're going to get into what you can do with these delicious, delicious crops. All right. Um, let's talk about radishes. So they're known for more than just these peppery delights that you put on a salad as toppers. They're rich in vitamins and minerals and radishes are known for supporting digestion and promoting hydration. And we also have carrots, which are known for promoting eye health thanks to their high beta carotene content. Sweet onions, Florida sweet onions that is, they are rich in antioxidants and they also have um, good properties that contribute to heart health. Celery, they have high water content, so also aids in hydration and they also are great for heart health. So I love knowing these things. The next thing we're going to move to is knowing what can we create with this because farming and then harvesting what you farm is one component, but then you're like, okay, what can I create with this that makes me excited um, to, to plant this more and more? All right, let's move on to that. All right, I feel like this section is really dedicated to the foodies out there. Let's just give it up one time because also I'm a foodie. And then this is really a nod to what we've been creating for years on KB and Balloon. We love knowing about health benefits and we have some recipes because I like making things for guests, for family, friends, and I don't know, there's just something about knowing what can I make from this that I haven't made already, or how can I enhance a recipe that I've been doing for years, just makes me excited. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but if you're a foodie, please let me know how you like this section, this segment. All right, so we are going to start with radishes. Um, what comes to mind for me is that you can make a really classic um, Southern pickling recipe. and. I feel like they are always found in salads, right? But their versatility extends beyond salads because like, like I said, you can pickle them for a zesty side or even roast them for a warm, savory addition to any dish that you're making. But um, if you're pickling them, you can put like a, a mixture of vinegar, sugar, salt, let them marinate. And then you've got this tangy, crunchy delight that pairs perfectly with grilled meats or or a simple, um, some cheese and crackers. <laughs> Keep it simple. Um, marigolds, they're flowers that we planted from the beginning. And a lot of people may not know that they are edible. And in fact, a lot of flowers are. <laughs> you can make soothing marigold tea or use them as a garnish in salads. They're delicious. Um, and then carrots, we're very familiar with carrots. 
You can roast them with a drizzle of honey, um, a sprinkle of thyme. Always enhances that natural sweetness. But in a lot of southern kitchens, um, you can find their way. They'll they'll find their way um, into stews, some soups. So whether they are barbecued or roasted um, with some chicken or glazed or simply enjoyed as a snack, carrots bring a burst of color and nutrition um, to our table and we love them for that. <laughs> so Florida sweet onions, they shine in salads, okay? They know their place. Um, but you can combine these with with other veggies like cucumbers, tomatoes, create, you know, a DIY light vinaigrette for a refreshing side that embodies the flavors of summer. Or, I mean, it's fall going into winter now, and there's a lot of things that I love them for when it comes to salads um, year round. So you, again, similar to, to carrots, you can put them in stews, soups, um, pair them with obviously protein. They're just delicious to accompany pretty much anything you want to make in the kitchen. Um, celery. Now I feel like it's often seen as a supportive player, but celery is an unsung hero in a lot of Southern cuisine. Let us not go and like, just kind of go over celery because it really does add this delightful crunch to dishes like chicken salad or gumbo or I mean anything that you make juicing like celery is it it's, it just adds a lot to a dish or a beverage without doing too much <laughs> um I've seen it incorporated in like I said chicken salad you can serve it on a bed of fresh greens on a sandwich I mean, you can do a lot with it if you really, if you really think about it. Like we just don't use it enough. I feel like we have our little standard dishes, but I encourage you to use it a little bit more. <laughs> this was so much fun. I love talking about food. Like I said, I'm a straight foodie. So when thinking about, okay, I'm putting this in the ground. Oh, I can't wait to make this. I can't wait to play and try this dish. I mean, you know, you can just tell I'm excited about a lot of food. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This episode is proudly sponsored by KB and Bloom, a beacon of support and inspiration for BIPOC women seeking wellness and lifestyle content that resonates with their experiences. As you dive into the stories and reflections in Bloom and Bounty, remember that each episode is made possible by the unwavering support of KB and Bloom. Whether you're turning in for the farming tales, the creative insights, or a moment of introspection, KB and Bloom stands as a steadfast companion cultivating connections and growth. Explore the site for yourself at kbandbloom.com, a treasure trove of articles, affirmations, and content crafted with your journey in mind. Now let's ease on back into this week's episode. For this week's uh, challenges in bloom, uh, we've been navigating the waters. Um, and so particularly 
with the intricate decision-making process regarding our watering system. Ooh, where do I start? Um, for weeks, we diligently watered the plants by hand going down each of the, I mean, I would say eight rows with two different hoses. So I would row, I mean, I would water and then my husband and then maybe someone else would be there. And so it, let me just tell you, it required time and effort to do this. And we knew it, this isn't sustainable in the long run. So <laughs> we really needed to, to figure out but I, looking back, I think one of the most frustrating moments was when the water, it would like unexpectedly cut off. And I won't say this was super frustrating, but then, you know, sometimes when you're on a time crunch and you want to water and like you're up against it getting dark, like cutting off for one to two minutes and you're just standing there waiting for it to come back, it feels like eternity. Okay. So, I mean, but <laughs> it, it did it quite often. And, you know, in those moments of waiting, I always find lessons in waiting. I always find lessons in adversity. And then this one, this profound lesson, and it just came to me, um, not immediately, but after a couple of weeks, I was like, you know what, this is what our situation is right now. And you have to find beauty in waiting for something beautiful to return. And I was like, this is like a metaphor for the cycles humans go through, both in farming and in life. And, and then realizing that this was happening so often, obviously after much contemplation and back and forth discussions, we decided to transition to a more sustainable watering system. Um, and that's drip tape which this method delivers water directly to the base of each plant, minimizing waste and ensuring this consistent moisture we need. And it's efficient, it's time-saving, and aligns with our commitment um, to adhere to sustainability. So gone are the days of anxiously waiting during unexpected water cutoffs. And they actually became, we would actually know when it was about to happen um, so it wasn't so unexpected towards the end, um, but the consistency and dependability of this watering system have allowed us to focus more on the intricacies of farming and less on the uncertainties of irrigation. Yay. So that's a win, win, win. <laughs> Now let's transition to the personal side of things. I really feel like this is a rooted reflection part two, <laughs> but I feel like I have to say this to you guys as I rest more this week, I'm reminded of the relentless rush from my corporate past life. I feel like I'm struggling with this lately and this hustle and bustle you know, you, you see those memes on Instagram online and that, that term hustle is so aversive to me because it's not me anymore. I'm not hustling. I am resting 
And if you want to say that's a hustle, then then so be it. But I just have to say that because this farming journey has become a sanctuary and it's urging me to resist that go, go, go mentality. It's this deliberate choice that I'm making to slow my behind down and I'm savoring the present moment now instead of racing to the next task. I, like I said, I loathe that that mentality and so much of corporate life does that to employees. And we talk a lot about that on kbmoon.com. We have articles around creative ways to resist that. And so as I navigate the demands of this dynamic life that I'm creating, that I'm birthing, it's crucial to find moments of stillness. So this week, I encourage you to pause. I encourage you to take a breath and embrace this cozy season. Because as the world rushes around you, whether it's in stores, whether it's on the interstate, whether it's your boss, as these entities rush you, find joy in the simple act of sitting still and making a deliberate choice to do so over and over and over again. Because who cares what people say? Do it anyway. This is your life. As we conclude today's episode, I want to reflect on the words of Zora Neale Hurston. If you guys have been following following me on KB and Bloom since 2020 or whatever year you found me, you guys know how much I love her. I have a plant named after her. Um, and so I look to her for a lot of wisdom. And this particular quote from her is one that I love. There are years that ask questions and years that answer. This profound insight encapsulates the ebb and flow of life. Like if I'm really sitting and thinking about this, I'm like, there are some periods marked by introspection and inquiry where we're asking questions all the time. And then there are others that bring forth the, the clarity we seek which is like, oh, yay, okay, this is this is the nice part. And so in the embrace of wisdom, the current year stands for me as a chapter of revelation, a time when the questions posed by preceding years have found their answers this year. So as we're all navigating the intricacies of existence, and for me, particularly in the realm of farming, there's a recognition that understanding and insight often unfold in the quieter, more contemplative moments. For me, this year has become a canvas on which the responses to past uncertainties and inquiries have been, have been painted. The act of tending to the soil and its simplicity and serenity has become a, a metaphorical journey of discovery. It's in those 
those tranquil moments of, of nurturing the earth that the lessons of patience, resilience, and the cyclical nature of growth become apparent. Also this year has been one of the hardest years as I've been juggling so many projects and fighting exhaustion. But as I read Hurston's words, they resonate with me, not just as a reflection of the passing of time, but as an encouragement to embrace the various phases of my journey. The soil, as, as I kind of look at it in its responsiveness to care, mirrors the potential for revelation and growth within myself. And with that, I want to say thank you for joining me on this journey and episode of Bloom and Bounty. May your days be filled with moments of stillness. Your crops be bountiful. Until next time, take care, self-care, and remember, you need you. Bloom and Bounty is brought to you by KB and Bloom and the Bloom Media Group. Follow this podcast to stay connected as weekly episodes are released and follow KB and Bloom on all social accounts. Go to kbandbloom.com for more info. Thank you.